Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio, the podcast that's all about disease prevention using natural health alternatives. If you're searching for natural solutions to staying fit and healthy, you've tuned into the right place. Your hosts are David and Stephanie Tippy, two naturopaths with the advice and recommendations you need to steer clear of the modern medical mess created by Big Pharma. Today, more than ever, health is wealth. And on Aging Younger Radio, you'll get the tools and info you need to be the wealthiest person in town. So if having younger skin, a healthier heart, a stronger immune system, and more are what you desire, stick around. And now give a warm welcome to David and Stephanie. Hello to our listeners. I'm David Tippy. Welcome to the Aging Younger Show. Stephanie is off tonight. She'll be back next week. The mechanisms of cancer have switches. And to fight and win, you have to turn those switches off now and again. Seldom do we not read articles, Internet posts, and advertisements which maintain that the Nobel Prize-winning laureate Otto Warburg discovered that cancer was caused by low oxygen and acidic pH. Dr. Warburg did not win the Nobel Prize for finding that cancer cannot live in an oxygen-rich or alkaline environment. What Dr. Warburg discovered and what he was awarded a Nobel Prize for was for simply making the discovery that low oxygen was characteristic of cancer cells themselves. Otto Warburg made some groundbreaking discoveries about the mechanisms of cancer, especially as it regards uh, respiration and uh, mitochondrial malfunction. Instead of the widely spread disinformation that Warburg discovered the lack of oxygen was the prime cause of cancer and that he discovered that oxygen was a cure for cancer, the truth may surprise you. What Warburg actually discovered was that cancer cells were low in oxygen due to a change in cellular respiration from using oxygen and transferring to using fermented sugar. Now, in his own words, cancer, above all other diseases, has countless secondary causes. But even for cancer, there is only one prime cause. Summarized in a few words, the prime cause of cancer is the replacement of the respiration of oxygen in normal body cells by a fermentation of sugar. The Widespread misrepresentation of Warburg's discovery is most often used to support the sale of products and books and treatments which center around beating cancer with oxygen and alkalizing at one time. Now, Warburg did hypothesize that oxygen might be used to cure cancer. However, when he tested his a hypothesis and tried to cure cancer with oxygen, he failed. It is easy to see why Warburg's efforts to cure cancer with added oxygen failed. This is because lack of oxygen is not the prime cause of cancer. Toxins are the prime cause of cancer that cause low pH of the body. Cancer cells 
are low in oxygen primarily because they have changed from taking in and utilizing oxygen for respiration to a more primitive form of respiration, which utilizes sugar instead of oxygen. It is the cancer process itself which causes most of the lack of oxygen, not the lack of oxygen which causes the cancer process. Now, regardless of what Wahlberg uh, postulated and wrote earlier, in his later years, he became convinced that illness resulted from pollution in that he came much closer to the true primary cause of cancer and other illnesses. This is something that had been postulated half a century earlier by the late great French scientist and uh, Antonine uh, Bichamp. Now, Bichamp uh, believed that illness is the result of a combination of toxins and unhealthy cellular terrain. Prolonged exposure to toxins, especially in combination with cells which have not been properly nourished, oxygenated, hydrated, and cleansed, is the primary cause of cancer. This is especially true in one, if one views radiation as a toxin. Over time, the stress and inflammation that result from toxins lead to a dysfunction in the cellular mitochondria. This leads to a cellular defense mechanism in which cells revert to more primitive form of respiration called sugar fermentation where they refuse to die, and they multiply and form a protective barrier around themselves. Simply stated, cancer cells have low oxygen because they quit taking in oxygen for respiration as part of the cancer process itself. Similarly, it is the cancer process itself which causes the body to become increasingly acidic the body labors mightily to maintain blood pH within the narrow margin of 7.35 to 7.45. And most people first get cancer when their pH is at or close to the normal range. As the cancer progresses, the body becomes increasingly more acidic. There have been many prime causes of cancer put forward, such as fungus, bacteria, viruses, parasites, stress, low pH, and on and on, but notably, virtually every one of those has been around for thousands and thousands of years. What has not been around and what tracks exactly parallel with the increased incidence of cancer are toxins. Since the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, man has created over 100,000 unnatural chemical compounds. These have been spewed and spilled into the air that we breathe, into the soil our plants are grown in, and into the water that we drink. Adding to that, all of the following, the increased radiation from all the uh, nuclear bombs and more recently, nuclear plant, uh, plant uh, disasters such as the uh, Chernobyl 
and uh, Fukushima. Uh, you, you can't leave out microwave radiation and, of course, the chosen radiation treatment by the medical industry for cancer, if you can imagine such dangerous stuff. Now, we must never leave out vaccines and other medications, which the body recognizes as toxins. And very important to remember are all the pesticides, insecticides, cosmetic products, and a world of household chemicals. Then processed foods came on the scene, which were harmful additives and processed in them, and nutrition is processed out of them. It all adds up to increased cancer. In our radio program, we do not mean to imply that providing the body with extra healthy oxygen, especially at the cellular level, cannot help beat cancer, or that it is not healthy. Normally, oxygen does play an important role in normal programmed cell death. That is due to the oxidative damage caused by the reactive oxygen species. Now, reactive oxygen species are chemically reactive molecules containing oxygen. Examples include oxygen ions and perioxides. And reactive oxygen species are formed as a natural byproduct of the normal metabolism of oxygen. The trick with trying to beat cancer with oxygen is getting the oxygen inside each of the cells. It is not enough to simply provide an oxygen-rich environment around the cancer cells or in the bloodstream. This is because as pointed out earlier, cancer cells stop taking in oxygen, and that is true. No matter how much oxygen you may be available. Now, extra oxygen as well as a healthy alkaline diet and drinking healthy alkaline water, our aging younger water ionizer, are all very healthy things to do. But it is our strong belief that relying solely on either oxygen or increased pH to beat cancer is not everything that you should consider. The full lifestyle change is strongly suggestive. How to force oxygen into cells is one of the vital suggestions when considering a lifestyle change. The most common cause of low oxygen is a poor level of fitness, lack of blood and oxygen flow to the cells as well as other uh, causes of uh, hypo hypoxemia that include anemia, acid body pH, fatigue, toxin intake, sleep apnea, high altitudes, respiratory ailments, stress, and metabolic diseases. The number one primary cause of low blood oxygen is the buildup of carcinogens and other toxins within and around cells, which blocks and then damages the cellular oxygen respiration mechanism. What are some ways to improve your blood oxygenation? Get in shape. Go to the gym. Your fitness level 
is the largest determining factor in your oxygen levels. Being out of shape causes poor oxygenation. In most cases, if you work out regularly, you will be able to continue to work out at that level with relatively stable O2 levels eternally. However, if you suddenly increase the length or the intensity of your workout, you may notice your oxygen levels will drop during a workout. Gasping for breath, dizziness, or nausea are indications that your oxygen level is dropped below an acceptable level and you have overstrained your body. To get in shape, you need to periodically challenge your body through movement three times a week at a minimum and walking every day and don't overdo it. For muscle, which is your body's metabolizer, must be given time to rebuild after a workout and slowly build your regimen. Intermittent exercise allows time for your body to repair and adjust to your new level of fitness comfortably. For example, if your fitness goal is to walk 15 miles a week at a fast pace, start with one mile three times a week and increase slowly to five miles three times a week to reach your goal. Getting in shape takes time and practice. Be careful. Warm up before you start and cool down at the end. If you're elderly, overweight, or out of shape, take it slow and get your doctor's opinion. Remember, we don't want to get between you and your doctor. Find a walking buddy or a fitness coach to guide you. Be sure to maintain an alkaline body pH. We love to suggest how to accomplish that in our consultations with our clients. There is a proportional relationship between oxygen and pH level. As the pH level lowers, the affinity of oxygen in hemoglobin molecules also decreases. Therefore, as the body becomes more alkaline, more oxygen is released. The pH scale goes from 0 to 14, with 7 being neutral. Below 7 is the acidic level, and above 7 is alkalinity. The body, the lymph system, and cerebral spinal fluid in the human body are designed to be slightly alkaline at a pH of approximately 7.3 to 7.4. When the body is alkaline, you will stop craving uh, addictive substances like donuts and sugar and, and tobacco and the other items that might be on somebody's list. In 1931, Dr. Warburg proved that cancer is caused by a lack of oxygen in cells. Now, he stated, the cause of cancer is no longer a mystery. We know it occurs whenever any cell is denied 60% of its oxygen requirements. Now, 
cancer, like other diseases, has countless secondary causes. But the prime cause of cancer is the replacement of the respiratory and the respiration of oxygen in normal body cells by fermentation of sugar. Poor oxygenation is usually associated with a buildup of the carcinogens and toxins within and around your cells, which blocks and damages cellular oxygen respiration. Clumping up of blood cells slows down in the bloodstream and restricts flow to capillaries. The cellular mitochondria become damaged by lack of oxygen, leading to unwanted cell metastasizing and ill health. Alkaline tissues hold 20 times more oxygen than acidic tissues. Alkaline means drinking alkaline water, such as from our aging younger water ionizer, and eating alkaline means focusing on fresh organic vegetables and fruits and natural non-processed foods which have life force. Stay away from acidifying substances like sugar and processed foods, alcohol, sodas, non-organic uh, dairy. More than one cup of coffee a day, leave that out, remove sweets of all kinds, and anything from the microwave oven. Hopefully, you'll simply get rid of the microwave. That turns everything you put in there into Frankenstein food. Also, deep uh, yoga breathing optimizes oxygen levels. Also called uh, diaphragmic breathing, and the uh, yoga breathing uses the entire lungs. Now, we can uh, take in much more oxygen, as well as the uh, QI uh, translates as air in Chinese, or uh, uh, pranama, uh, which is Hinduism for breath. This has been measured in laboratory tests. In, in normal breathing, most people inhale 500 cubic centimeters of air and exhale about the same. After an exhalation, the lungs are almost empty, but there is a residual air in the lungs. To optimize your breathing, after the normal exhale, pull the abdomen in slightly, and you can exhale some more of that air. Full exhalation and full inhalation with the, diabra dia uh, the uh, diaphragm uses about 1,600 cubic centimeters. You will find that your lung capacity will increase over time and may even double. With regular practice, you can make every breath a full one. Take in more oxygen and, and release as much as you possibly can. Now, the, the diaphragm is a circular horizontal muscle that connects to the rib intercostal muscles, 
which are several groups of muscles that run between the ribs all the way around. As you inhale, put your thumbs on your back lower ribs, called the floating ribs. Sneeze and notice the ex, uh, expansion of the air in the back and the lungs. Using this method, you can optimize your oxygen intake, greatly expand your breath capacity, and perhaps even become a world-class opera singer. Slow, relaxed, even breaths without tension are the only way to build strength. Count or use a stopwatch. Inhale to a count of six. Hold four. Exhale six. Repeat six to eight times. This is recommended to do before meals combined with mindfulness and gratitude. It relaxes the nervous system, stimulates the organs, and improves digestion. Now, stay hydrated to improve your oxygen levels. High alkaline H2O is made of two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom. Drinking enough high alkaline water from our aging younger water ionizers will help you stay hydrated and increase the oxygen in your blood. If you want to review our ionizers, please go to our website, agingyounger.net. Click on products and select water ionizers and read all about them. Our next suggestion would be to take our rejuvenous alpha lipoic acid. Aside from its free radical scavenging abilities, alpha lipoic acid is a powerful antioxidant that can modify gene expression to reduce inflammation. It is a potent heavy metal chelator and the only antioxidant that can be easily transported into your brain, which offers numerous benefits for people with brain diseases like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's disease. The alpha-lipoic acid can also regenerate other antioxidants such as vitamin C and E, an extremely important glutathione. Glutathione acts as an important antioxidant in your body so that if your body has used up these antioxidants, the full potency of the alpha-lipoic acid can help regenerate them. Another suggestion would be to take a rejuvenous CoQ10, which is used by every cell in the body and especially good for your heart. It aids mitochondria during energy production. Aside from naturally protecting you from free radicals, it helps produce more energy for your cells, supports your heart health, immune system, and nervous system, and has anti-aging benefits. Diseases associated with low CoQ10 levels include fibromyalgia, postmyocardial infraction, depression, Prader-Willi uh, syndrome, male infertility, Peron's disease, migraines, and Parkinson's. People under 25 can produce the CoQ10. However, when you get older, you have to take in the CoQ10. Then, check your iron. 
you need 8 to 18 milligrams of iron daily to prevent anemia. Depending on your age and sex, grass-fed meat and non-form-raised fish serve as great sources of iron to help you meet your goals. Oysters are very high in iron at 5 milligrams per 6-ounce oyster servings. A 3-ounce serving of dark meat chicken has 1.1 milligrams of iron. And once uh, cashew nuts, uh, an ounce of cashew nuts or a medium baked potato, and that is sweet potato, each offers 1.9 milligrams of iron, while a half cup of kidney beans boosts your iron intake by 2 milligrams. The lentils contain an impressive amount of iron of 3.3 milligrams per half a cup. Low iron content in the blood causes anemia. Normal red blood cells are full of iron found in hemoglobin. Low iron levels are very common. In fact, low iron anemia is considered the number one nutritional cause of uh, hypoxemia. According to the Harvard Medical School and Standard Blood Center, to treat anemia, consume iron-rich foods such as the clams, the liver, the sunflower seeds, nuts, beef, lamb, beans, whole grains, dark leafy greens like spinach, and dark chocolate. Iron binds to oxygen from the air that you breathe, carries it throughout your body and releases it so it can eat. enter your cells and tissues. Also, we suggest that you take our rejuvenous vitamin B12. If your diet lacks folate or B12, eating foods rich in these nutrients might boost your blood oxygen levels. Folate, also called vitamin B9, helps your body make red blood cells. The iron-rich cells that carry oxygen into your blood, vitamin B12 helps you make hemoglobin to the protein that contains the oxygen-carrying iron boosts your folate intake by including citrus fruits and dark leafy greens in your diet. You can get more vitamin B12 through grass-fed meat, non-farm-raised fish and shellfish, a single three-ounce serving of the salmon, mackerel, beef, mussels, clams, or Alaskan king crab, will provide a huge amount for the day. This will sound strange to many, but taking baking soda, perhaps uh, the first uh, medicinal use of baking soda was written in 1924 by Armand Hammer to treat and prevent colds and flu. They found that people who consumed baking soda in water prevented the flu and the colds. Those who already had a flu or could uh, or cold could take baking soda in water and their symptoms would dissipate. It is also recommended for reducing cravings for sweets or even cigarettes. Dr. Mark Syracuse wrote this well-known book about the many medical uses of baking soda and its sodium bicarbonate, natural, unique first aid remedy. Now, how to use baking soda is quite simple. 
you take a quarter teaspoon of baking soda, add it to a half glass of high alkaline or filtered water, not tap water or distilled. This is taken once in the morning and once before bedtime. To measure your pH, get some pH strips to measure your saliva. Take the above formula as many times each day as needed to bring your saliva pH up to at least 7.4. Mindful movement increases mitochondrial health. Now, numerous studies show conscious movement, such as in the Qigong and the walking, increases the oxygen flow to all organs, promoting optimum health. Joyful, mindful movement will open the flow of blood and oxygen to all cells, promoting mitochondrial health. Mitochondrial damage can trigger genetic mutations that contribute to disease. In fact, mitochondrial dysfunction is of virtually all diseases. We're running out of time tonight, and we are certainly going to be back next Wednesday at the same time. We love to have our listeners. We're so proud that we are gathering so many around the world. We are really coming on board being a, a, a really great, large uh, radio program. And, again, we want to thank our listeners and hope that you return every Wednesday at the 7 p.m. hour. And until then, may God bless and have a wonderful week. David and Stephanie truly hope you enjoyed today's podcast and learned a lot of excellent information about how to stay healthy naturally. Like the old adage says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And with the information you've learned today, you can put prevention to work for you right now. By the way, if you want one-on-one help and advice from Stephanie and David, you can call them at 954-742-4430 or visit their website at www.agingyounger.net today. Thanks for joining us on Aging Younger Radio. Here's to your health, naturally.